Are you ready to take your business to the next level and make the money you want so that you can create the impact you desire? Then you're in the right place. It's possible to run a successful business built around your life. Get ready for a little bit of tough love and a whole lot of strategy to grow your business without sacrificing your sanity. If you're ready to get out of your own way and step into the role of CEO, then let's go. I'm Amy Traw, and this is the Motivated CEO Podcast. Can you believe we're at the end of 2023? Like, how did that happen? Has this year been a whirlwind for you too? As I sit here today, I'm just kind of in shock. Like, wow, where did this time go? I learned a lot this year about myself, about my business, just about life in general. And in today's episode, I want to unpack some of my biggest takeaways from this past year. There has been lots that has gone on behind the scenes that I didn't see coming. But as Steve Jobs always says, you can connect the dots looking back. So let's dive in. And I hope this episode will shed some light on some of the lessons that we all can take away from this wild journey of entrepreneurship. The first big takeaway I had from 2023 is that messy action really trumps over analyzing, that over planning. Now, I know listening to this, if you've been on this around on this podcast for a while, you have heard me talk all about strategy and taking action and this, that, and the other, and how planning is important to making sure you have aligned action in your business. But here's the thing. There's such a thing as too much planning. And I am a perfectionist, type A through and through. And planning to me can often become procrastination. I call it procrastinating. So in order to push past that fear and build that confidence, I had to take messy action. I had to do things messy, do them scared, especially when I didn't feel like I was ready. I didn't feel qualified a lot of times, but it goes back to giving ourselves permission to be a beginner again. When you first start something, you're not going to be great at it. For example, when I started the podcast in June of 22, it was messy, right? The audio wasn't great. I had no clue what I was doing. There weren't consistent content pillars. It was all over the place. So by the end of 2022, I had less than a thousand downloads. I knew I wanted to make the podcast kind of top of funnel. I really wanted to use it as a massive visibility piece of my business And therefore, that visibility through the client nurture sequence process would turn into profitability. So I got strategic and I had a crazy idea and it it actually worked. And I'm going to put a disclaimer on this by saying that I have a team of people on the back end helping me. 
This is not just me doing this all by myself. So it's important to take what I'm about to say with a grain of salt. So in Q1, knowing that I wanted to leverage my podcast to boost my visibility through collaborations, I began posting episodes five days a week. I committed to this for one quarter. And in doing so, I was having so much fun. I was making the best connections. I was growing my network. I was learning so much from all of these incredible experts that then in turn, I was able to share with you. We were helping each other out purely through collaboration, that mutual benefit. I'm exposing them to my audience. They're educating you. And it was just this beautiful thing. So Q1 comes to an end. I'm like, you know what? This is awesome. I'm going to continue it for Q3, which then evolved into, I'm sorry, Q2, which then evolved into Q3. And then in Q4, I scaled back to three days a week. It was very, very deliberate. But I knew in order to improve my visibility, I needed to expand my audience. So at the end of 2023, I now have upwards of 25,000 downloads all through the power of collaboration, all because I gave myself permission to be a beginner, to do it messy, and to really double down on what felt good, what was working. And what those downloads do is it just continues to broaden my reach. Now I can create even more of an impact through this awesome, awesome platform that is a podcast. And this warms my heart, being able to serve you and provide value to you, especially when you're on the go. And just to have you here, knowing that you're listening Oh my gosh, that is like the coolest thing ever. I still question days. I'm like, how am I this lucky? But at the end of it, it's because I was willing to be a beginner. Because I was willing to take that messy action. And because I did that, I became better at expressing myself, at interviewing guests, I really improved my skill set, which has laid this beautiful foundation for the book I wrote. I wrote a book and it's going to come out in March. Like how is this real life? But what that has done is created a wonderful network of people that when the book launches, I can reach out to them and be like, okay, hey, you supported me. Now, how can I support you? How can I continue to foster and grow this relationship? So for me, messy action trumps overanalyzing and overplanning every single day. That was lesson number one. Lesson number two, you need others to stretch you. Community is so, so key. Having those people that totally understand what you are going through. These are the people that are going to keep you going on the days that you're tempted to quit. They show you what's possible. They're there to be that guiding light when you don't know what you're doing. You don't know how to get to that next step. These 
people in your world will help you think bigger, help you dream bigger so that you can truly create the life that you desire. And the key to this though is not playing small. It's getting in the room, stretching yourself out of your comfort zone and aligning yourself with those that are where you want to be. And if you're an introvert like me, this can be challenging. This can be very exhausting. I mean, I'm at the point where I know now I've done enough inner work where I realize after I attend an event, I need some time to decompress, to unwind. And having that self-awareness as a business owner is so, so critical into avoiding the cycle of burnout because it's easy to get caught up in the hustle, right? We're doing more, more, more because in our mind, we've equated with doing more to equal more results. But the reality is, is knowing how you function best so you can intentionally focus your actions in the right places, in those places that will move the needle forward. And these people within your community are just so key because when you're having conversations with those that have been in your world forever, take for example, family, friends, they don't fully grasp entrepreneurship, right? I still get questioned regularly by loved ones of what are you, what are you doing? How do you make money doing this? And at first, when I became a business owner, this would really get like to me. It would really make me get into my head and question, oh gosh, it is, is this okay? Like nobody seems to understand. But having that community of supportive individuals around you gets you through. It lets you have a place to bring those challenges to the table. I can't tell you how many times Every single day, I'm texting my business bestie of, okay, did you hear about this? What's your take? Here's my perspective. What's your perspective? It allows you to have those conversations that go deeper, that will expand you, that will show you those new ways of thinking because we don't want to always be surrounded by others that think exactly like we do. Sometimes we need somebody from the outside looking in. And that's why in your business, it's so crucial to hire for where you want to go, not just where you are right now. Because at the end of the day, this ends up saving you time and energy, which as I say all the time, are your two most valuable assets. So number two, community is key. And number three, gosh, this is this has been a big lesson this year. And it's that I already have all the answers I had been searching for within me. So a little bit of backstory. I am an Enneagram 9. And if you're not familiar with the Enneagram, it's a tool that helps you identify how you act, how you behave, different things of that nature. I definitely suggest you look it up. Well, I'm an Enneagram 9, which means I am the peacemaker, aka people pleaser. 
I am the world's biggest people pleaser and to see people in conflict or creating conflict with me like literally kills my soul. I want everybody to be happy. I want rainbows and sunshine and unicorn and flowers, right? But I, through the process of people pleasing, really struggled to trust myself, to trust my gut. So this year, I really was intentional about diving in and asking myself, what do I want? Why do I want this? And at the end of the day, it's important to realize that you're going to be misunderstood by a few, but you have to be willing to be misunderstood by a few in order to impact many. There is so much power in quieting the the noise that surrounds us, pausing in those times when you start to feel overwhelmed and quieting that noise so you can get back to you at the end of the day, knowing how you function best, what time of day you have the most energy, how you like to complete tasks. The best system out there is the system that works for you. So it's so important to pause, to pause and really dive inward to get those answers that you're searching for. The answers aren't in searching for more shiny objects out there. They're within you. And learning to trust your gut is hard. It's hard because sometimes it involves confronting parts of yourself that you've suppressed for a while. It involves a process that doesn't feel good because it's uncomfortable. Sometimes it means that in order to grow, you have to let go of certain habits, people, even parts of your business that are no longer aligned and serving you. It's having those hard conversations and really building that self-trust. So number three was learning how to trust myself. So there you have it. Those were my three key lessons of 2024. So moving into 2024, where am I headed? Equipped with these lessons and this knowledge, where am I going? Moving into 2024, a lot of us create a word of the year. So for this year, I flip-flopped back and forth for a while. As I was sitting editing part of the book last night, I realized in 2024, my word is bold. I need to learn to be bold, to continue to stretch myself and ask boldly for what I need and not assume that it's a no. I have written a book, right? And I want to impact as many people as possible. I know that my message can change lives. So in order to change lives and impact others, I need to be bold. I need to put myself out there to get seen, to reach out to others that are ahead of me in the journey of entrepreneurship and say, hey, I've done this. Can you support me in this specific way? 
And in return, here's how I can support you. So I, I'm going to try. I'm going to be bold. I'm going to have the courage to make the ask, to detach from the outcome so that I can create an even bigger impact. I appreciate you and I hope that you were able to take something away from the lessons I've learned in 2023. And I would love nothing more than if you would drop into my DMs and share what your biggest takeaway was from 2023 because it's in sharing these lessons with each other that we can all benefit. I appreciate you and your continued support as we enter 2024. And until next time, embody your inner CEO. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 